Welcome to the Random Tea Random Movies Podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Janya. And today we're doing a tribute to Alan Rickman, who recently passed away. I can't share that. You can't yeah. Not that. going to. I yeah. can't do it. We just, we, we had planned on doing something else this weekend, and we got the news, and... Well, we originally were talking about podcasting one of his movies. Yeah. We couldn't decide on which one. No, we couldn't. So, and we've already done Love Actually, which he was in. Yes. And I just, I was really upset by this. It hit me hard. And he's one of those that I never, part of it is because he was Snape and Snape canonically was so much younger than him. Yeah. But he did it anyway and he did it beautifully that I never really, my brain didn't accept how old he actually was. True. He's 69 years old. He was still very young. So my brain was not. In a prepared state no. for him to be gone. No, it was at, this at a point. it was out of left field. Yeah, and I think being so soon after losing um, David Bowie. Yeah, at the same at age the same of age, cancer, right of the same disease. It just really it was a two punch. Yeah, um, we did get number three. Yeah, Grizzly Adams. Grizzly Adams passed away yesterday. Yeah, so hopefully this current cycle is over. I I I. I was like, Betty, I Betty White and Stan Lee need to both check into a hospital, into the Mayo Clinic. Yeah. And just hibernate for a yeah. little while. And Maggie, Maggie Smith too. Maggie Smith. Yeah. 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 I really thought we would lose Maggie Smith before, before anybody uh, else. Before anybody. Yeah. Um, as we know, she was battling breast cancer. During. While filming Harry Potter. So. Yeah. Um, and just. I, I really love Alan Rickman. He's been in so many wonderful things that I love. Mm-hmm. And it, this this hit me hard. Probably harder than David Bowie. Much harder than, to me. Yeah. Um, uh, unfortunately, it hit my oldest child the worst. And she's a Slytherin. She is a Slytherin. Um, she grew up with Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. She's basically the same age Harry was in the books as they were released. She literally grew up with yeah. Harry, and Snape was her favorite character. Okay, and she was. She, and but even outside of that, she loved Alan Rickman. Yeah, he was also the voice of Absalom mm-hmm. and Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland is her favorite book. Okay, uh, so it and David Bowie was also one of her favorite people from Labyrinth. Yeah, so to have this one-two punch. Yeah, uh, it was a bad week. Was yeah it. It just, uh, 2016 sucks. Yep, so far it's not, not doing great. I call do-over. Yes, seriously. So. So, can you pick a favorite thing that Alan's done? Uh, no. I can't either. <laughs> I really can't. It depends on my mood. It, it does, doesn't it? Um, okay, well, let me ask. Okay, let's, let's go with this. Okay. Let's try this from this angle. What was the first thing you saw him in? What oh was your God. What's your meet cute? All right, I am going through IMDb. Hold on, I know mine. Um, mine's probably. I see. It's probably Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, but I didn't focus on him, so it was probably for realsy. Like honestly, Galaxy Quest. The first time I saw him was Prince of Thieves. Okay. It was, in fact. Because um, I did see Prince of Thieves back in the day, but mm-hmm. it didn't really register to me. I mean, he was great in it, but the first time I was like, oh my God, who is that guy? It was Galaxy Quest. Yeah. 
For me, it was Prince of Thieves. And he's one of those that uh, he's just always been there. He really has. Um, I remember the first time I saw Prince of Thieves, which he won a Golden Globe for, mm-hmm. by the way. Because uh, Robin Hood was as one of my favorite stories. But to see him, the Sheriff of Nottingham, he played it so well. Mm-hmm. And that voice. Oh, my God, his voice. So unmistakable. His voice. Uh, I remember from that minute. Because I, he... He made me cringe. Yeah, as the sheriff of Nottingham. He was for not a, the last time. He was such a good villain, and it wasn't in a mustache twirly kind of way. No, it wasn't. It wasn't in an obvious kind of a way. He 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 could do that sinister kind of a feel to him mm-hmm. that he did so. And and I'm glad you mentioned his voice because, I mean, talk about such a distinct cadence that and bass and that. Oh my god! And it's so funny because if. I can't watch it right now because I'd probably cry, but do yourself a favor at one point when you've got your shit together and Google or YouTube uh, search both Benedict Cumberbatch and Thomas Hiddleston doing Alan Rickman impersonations. And it's amazing. Oh my gosh. Because they both do them and they both do them beautifully. Very, very well. Um, so it it's it's a treat. Yeah. And you know that they're... There are so many actors out there who would love to have worked with Alan Rickman. From what yeah. I understand, he was not just a great actor, but a wonderful, wonderful person. Yeah. Yeah. They said that he, like, because I read the thing that, um, oh God, what is her name that played Luna? Why am I blanking on her name? Ivana uh, Lynch. Ivana Lynch. Wow. She said for the longest time. Like, during the entire filming of Harry Potter, she was afraid of him. Well, he was Snape. He was Snape. And so she just, like, assumed that's how he was. And he kind of played it that way on set. She said he wasn't real, you know, um, he would, you know, swirl around in his robes. And so she met him at a charity thing and she was terrified because she was supposed to sit next to him. And she was like, oh, my God, it's going to be awkward this entire time. And he's Mm. just, like, this really imposing guy. Mm -hmm. And he greeted her by name. And he talked to her about her career. And every time she would try to steer it away, like, let's not talk about me. He'd be like, no, no, no. Giving her advice. And it was just everything I've read. Because there's been a huge outpouring of people, of people giving their own stories about Alan. I. It's been, he's a beautiful, he was a beautiful human being. Did you read the story, All the guy who plays Oliver Wood? Sean Biggerstaff. Did you read his story? Yes. He ended up being directed by Alan. Yeah, he did. uh, Because... He worked with Alan on something previously mm-hmm. and suggested him for uh, a part in Harry Potter. Yep. And when he came out on set that he walked him around was, this is my boy, this is my boy. And yeah, it's it's heartbreaking. Yeah. The stories. Yeah. About how wonderful this man really was. Yeah. Um, so what movie did you watch? Which, by the way, my child is still banned from watching um, Deathly Hallows Part 2 right now. Oh, really? She's she can't. She's her not. husband has banned her from watching it. I, that was probably a wise choice. Yeah, it was. I, I agree. Yeah. I agreed with that choice. Yeah. What? So what did you watch? Dogma. Me too. Yeah. Dogma. Mostly because I have it. Yeah. He was such a smart ass Because you can't watch all seven Harry Potter movies at one time. Exactly. And, and I couldn't pick I couldn't pick one. Right. Um, I... He did such a great job in that because he was the surface snarky angel 
but he also had that not i guess softness and almost humanity to him mm-hmm. when he was talking to bethany yeah he was very paternal yeah in a good way that's that's a great very, way to put it which un- unfortunately the word paternal in my life has very negative connotations i need to explain um that's why I said in a good way. Yeah. Uh, sorry, that, that kind of came. I don't know. In I realized, a nurturing way. In a very nurturing way. Yeah. Uh, so And Dogma is one of my favorite. I love that movie. I do too. Just, I adore that movie. Uh, did you see the, there was a fan art going around of uh, Jay and Silent Bob at a headstone holding up wands? Oh, God, no. That'd probably make me cry. It was. Because all, oh. all the wands being held up. That, that's been, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, I have to scroll through my dash right now. I don't want to cry at yes. work. Yes. Like, yeah, I'm wearing eyeliner. People will know. Yeah. Uh, did you, and it, I have yet to see Die Hard. And it's something I've always kind of wanted to see because it's a movie you're just supposed to see. It's one of those that's been on in my presence when I was little. Because Die yeah. Hard came out in like 89 or 90 or something, or 91 or so, somewhere don't around there. Don't say that. You were not little in 90 or 91. Yes, I was a mother in 90. Yeah. I'm so old. No, you're not. I'm not. Um, but it's, at the time that it came out, I was not really into action movies like yeah. I am now. Yeah. But, so I need to go back and rewatch it. Yeah. As I mentioned to uh, one of my coworkers, I said, you know, you know that Alan Rickman died. And he was like, who? I was like, pull him up and look at him. As soon as you see his face, you're going to know exactly who I'm talking about. He says, oh, yeah, that guy who was in Die Hard. And I was like, he was in Die Hard? Yeah, Hans Gruber. That was his breakout film. Because I've seen the second one Don't with Jeremy any, Irons. I seen any of them. As his little brother. Mm. Um, but, yeah, that was his breakout at, like, the age of 41. He was 41 years old. And he didn't get into acting until he was, like, 26. Yeah. And he got a scholarship to write a... He did. Uh, which is, like, almost unheard of at his age. At his age, yes. Um, so I thought that was really interesting. He was just a really special human being from everything I've... It, I'll tell you what, finally, like, I didn't cry because I heard about it when I was when I was on my way to work. And I was like, I can't, I can't do this shit right now. And I kind of avoided Tumblr. I was already at work, yeah. I kind of avoided Tumblr. I, that night, I finally cried when I was reading Emma Thompson's What She Wrote. I read. I was at work when I read that. Because she had been directed by him. She had been married mm-hmm. to him several times. So many movies with him. <laughs> married movie. Too. Yeah. She, she movie married. Yeah. She worked. I mean, she worked with him a lot. Um, and it was just that that broke the dam for me, and I I cried a lot that night. I never really. I have to admit that I haven't cried. Because you don't generally try to cry because yeah. crying fucks your sinuses yeah, up. Yeah. It's it's. I've trained myself not to because it, it gives me severe headaches. I don't, I say I don't cry because I'm dead inside, but it's because I, if I do, I have a massive headache for days and days. So, but I have severely, I, it was when I read Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, really? What he had to say about it. Oh yeah. That was, that was an ouchie Um, on my heart. That, that was bad. Um, but do you know what Alan Rickman's first career was? He's a graphic artist. He's a graphic artist. I mean, and had a successful yeah. company with a couple of his friends. They were successful. Yeah. But that's not what he it's wanted not what to he do. what he wanted to do. So he left that. To, and that's why he didn't start till later in life. Yeah. 
And few people know, don't, or few people seem to, to, to realize, he didn't just do film. No. He, he was a, a prolific stage actor. Such as is normal for British actors. Yeah. You see them doing stage. So, like, the stage um, community there is, I think, we have Broadway and it's very clickish with musicals and stuff. Well, but Hollywood they just do, is very clickish. Yeah, but they, they do, I mean, like, the plays. Oh, yeah. There's, you know, you're going to see Shakespeare is going to be running mm-hmm. at all times. Yeah. At some point, there's going to be a Shakespeare play going on. Yeah. Yeah. All at 24-7. Yeah. You, two o'clock in the morning, I bet you could find a Shakespeare play in some back alley somewhere. Probably. It's it's Britain. And Tom's, Tom's there crying. Yes, so. he is. At every single one of them. Yeah. All at once. All at once. <laughs> Um, he was Sherlock Holmes. Yes, he was. He was. In 1976. Wow. He played Sherlock Holmes, written by William Gillette. Oh, okay. I didn't realize it was one of the Gillette ones. Sherlock Holmes was a British play written by William Gillette, starring Alan Rickman as Sherlock Holmes and Michael Hughes. Mm-hmm. As Dr. Watson reports. Performed from 4th November to 11th December in 1967 in Birmingham. Wow. As opposed to Birmingham. Yeah. <clears throat> Birmingham. 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 I'm trying to see who else is on the list. Uh, nobody I truly recognize, but I'll hand it to you in just a second and see if you recognize any of these other actors. See if you recognize any of that cast. No, not really. Yeah, me either. Yeah. Um, but still, that's awesome. Because we're big, we're big Sherlock Holmes fans. He won a BAFTA for Prince of Thieves. Oh, okay. What was I thinking? Golden Globe. He oh, he won for uh, Rasputin, Dark Servant of Destiny. That's what he won the Golden Globe I for. I want to see that. I did not know that was a thing that existed until... Um, until he passed away and people were talking about his work. And I was like, wait, he did a Rasputin thing? What now? Yeah, in 1996. Yeah. Uh, but it was a BAFTA. Fuck okay. you, I won a BAFTA. That's right. He was nominated one, two, three, four, five times. Okay. Uh, once for Sense and Sensibility. Oh, okay. And, of course, Deathly Hallows Part 2. Yeah. Uh, he was in Sweeney Todd. Yes, he was. Which I forget that because it's he's such been a he's been in several uh, he's been in Tim Burton's stuff. Yeah. Uh, let's see, where's his filmography? I've got it here somewhere. He's a lot of BBC stuff. Yeah. Well, being, as a lot being of being a British have. actor, I mean, why would you do that? I know, right? God. Yeah, Hans Gruber, and they did some more BBC stuff. He was in the January Man. Okay. As Ed the Painter. Well, there you go. Uh, Prolific. Yeah. I know, right? Um, Heart with a Vengeance, Sense and Sensibility. I gotta watch Sense and Sensibility. I love me some Jane Austen, but I haven't seen that one. You haven't seen that version? No, he was Rasputin in Rasputin. Yeah, I really want to see that now. Uh, no, I'm a much ado about nothing and Pride and Prejudice kind of person. So. Yeah, you are. Uh, Dogma, of course. Yeah, Galaxy Quest. I love that movie. Help! I'm a fish. What? Was, I, don't I don't even know. know what that is. I don't either. I saw that and I was like, I don't know what that is. Did you know he was in Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone? I don't know. It must have been a small part. It must have been. And you know, I, th- Snape was probably probably the most galvanizing character. 
There is so much controversy. About Snape. And Joe will not comment. She will not wait in. No. But I will say, you know, however you feel about Snape, Alan portrayed him perfectly. He, to a T. I mean, like, and, and one of the great things is, because um, he... He, I read something he wrote about it. It was his farewell to Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, and he, it like, was, who does that? But apparently, Alan does. There were only three books out at the time. Mm-hmm. And Joe called him and she filled him in on his entire arc. Right. And she found it, she felt that it was very important for him to know everything so he could play it. And it was. And it was. And so he was like the only one that knew for a long time. Yeah. He knew. She played that very close to the best. He knew. The entire Snape backstory from the third movie. No, that was no, when no, they, no, no. When, when there was were, only three books, yeah, that's yeah, right. that was that's when they right. were making the first movie. From the, the from the from the time he, yeah, he knew from the time he started playing Snape. You're right. Yep. Sorry, I confused. I was reading. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. Um, and he played it that way. Mm-hmm. But can you imagine the discussions on set with the director? Yeah. Why he made this choice to do it this way. Because I'm sure there were several several times he had to supercede and go, no, we're, di- we're going to do it this way. Right. Or no, this needs to happen this way. But I can't imagine that he's one of those people that you argue with about character choices. Not if you're smart. Although I will say I read something because I've read so much these past couple of days of everybody that's worked with him just outpouring, you know, their stories about him. And... um. He said, the, uh, one of his co-stars said that, it might have been Sean. I don't, no, I don't think it was Sean Biggerstaff. But it was somebody that was relatively new and they were not getting on with the director at all. I don't remember the story. And I think he had to, like, he started trying to talk through about their character and stuff like that. Because he was a director. Mm-hmm. He had directed, you know. And uh, Emma Thompson said that she loved being directed by him. Yeah. So I think it's always it's always kind of special when you get an actor that's also a director. True, it takes a special kind of someone. Yeah, because they they to be able to see both sides of the lens. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So I just he sounds he sounded like he was an amazing person. Uh, he was in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yes, he was. He was Marvin. And fun fact, which you probably already know this, you know Warwick was in was in the costume. Yeah, he was. And uh, he also played yeah. uh, Professor Flitwick. Yes. So they were in that together. So they were in both of those. Yeah. Uh, so they shared the vo- shared the role. They shared Marvin. Of Marvin the Paranoid, Paranoid Android. Android. Which I want, I've been wanting to see that again for so long because Martin Freeman's in it. Yeah. But now I want to see it even more. Yeah. Because I've seen it. I saw it at the, I, you know, I saw that at the theater. Oh, wow. Okay. I went, because it was Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah. I saw that again recently because they've been, they've been showing it on the movie channels. Oh, have they? Yeah. I need to look for it. Yeah. Um, because it was Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and the only version of it I had ever seen was that god-awful BBC version. Yeah. Have you seen that? I've seen parts of it. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's so, so bad. Yeah. Um, I didn't think that that movie was that great either. But now, because I'm, I'm much more familiar... because. I didn't know Zoe Deschanel at the time. Yeah, that's true. I didn't know Martin Freeman at the time. And I didn't even, even when The Hobbit came out Mm -hmm. and Martin was cast as The Hobbit, it never really occurred to me who he was. was Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, he apparently didn't make that much of an impression on me. (laughs) 
also um, the voice of Absalom. Yep. I really, I do adore that movie. Alice in Wonderland. Yep. Uh, which he was, he did complete. Oh, he did complete it for the sequel? Through the Looking Glass. Okay. It is complete. It's in post-production. <sighs> he did complete That's going to hurt seeing that. It's going to hurt so bad. You know we're going to have to go see it. Yeah. Um, but he hadn't done anything recently since Deathly Hallows. No, he's done some jumps stuff. Out at. He, I mean, he's done stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But that, that jumps jump out. out. Yeah. He was in The Butler. I did not know he was in The Butler. I didn't know he was in The Butler either. He played Ronald Reagan. Oh, I don't... That face. <laughs> I wish y'all could hear that face she just made. I don't know that I like that. Somebody had to do the part. Don't play. Don't play. Mm. I'm uh, sure he's fabulous. I'm sure he was. I wish I could see Little Chaos. Yeah. Uh, he that uh, Emma Thompson was in that with him, wasn't mm-hmm. she? He wrote and directed that. Yeah. And played uh, Louis the Fourteenth. Uh, yeah. So, uh, and then Eye in the Sky, which I don't know anything about. And one of his big breaks on the uh, stage was Dangerous Liaisons. Or, well, the French version, they call it La Liaison Dangerous or something like that. <laughs> but when they made the movie version, Malkovich got the part. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He, he, yeah. I think he got a Tony Award for it. Uh, hold on, I have his awards listed right. I, you know what I could not find hmm. anywhere? A list of Alan Rickman's... Theater credits. Theater credits. Yeah, because usually, like, IMDb will list them. He was nominated. He did not win. Okay. Okay. The Tony for that. Um, so, I nowhere. I mean, I could find a list, but it was, like, for that theater. Yeah. Like I found, I think it was, may have been a list of maybe Broadway, but it was like three. Yeah. I was like, this is not a list. Yeah, because he was primarily his. a stage actor for a long time. Uh, even like Wikipedia didn't have a list. Usually Wikipedia. It just lists his career. Yeah. And it just, you know how they do that huge, several paragraphs of he did this and then he went on to do that and then yeah. he did that. But I was looking for a just a like boom, a chart boom, boom, or boom, something, boom, yeah. A list. And uh, oh, Rasputin was an HBO biopic. Okay. I, I bet they're gonna bring it back. I bet they will. I was thinking. I bet. I bet HBO go. We're gonna get our grubby little hands on it. Mm-hmm. But it's mixed in with all of his. Mostly, it's his movie stuff. I don't, I was like, I don't want to know about his movie stuff. I want to know about because uh, Wikipedia doesn't mention Sherlock Holmes. Oh, wow. I did Control F. Okay. And looked for Sherlock, and it was not listed. That's sad. Thinking, oh, well, I'll find the, the theater portion. I'll just look for Sherlock. No. Mm-mm. Nope. So if any of our uh, listeners can point us to a comprehensive list, I would uh, you can it. email us at randomtpodcast at gmail.com, because I'd really like to see that. I absolutely would as well. You know what else I would like to see? What would you like to see? Our sponsors. Yes. Um. They've done we're, something pretty special. They have. They were already working on expanding their Harry Potter line. Because mm-hmm. currently all they have are the houses and Dumbledore. Right. Which Dumbledore they released at Christmas. So uh, they took a poll of their Instagram followers. Right. And they decided uh, Luna, mm-hmm. Hagrid, and Snape yeah. are supposed to be their next... Um, 
their next launch their next launch i think they're good they should be up for pre-order if not if they aren't already they will be soon right uh right i thought i had a listing of all of them but the only one i can find is luna mm-hmm. which is lavender lemongrass and basil okay to help with carpal tunnel syndrome okay again they are not doctors yeah uh, but they are, um, if you go and check out their Instagram on UN Fandom Fragrances. Right. Uh, they are currently working to put together an auction against cancer benefit. Yep. And we have offered up a podcast. Uh, we, and yeah, we have offered up a podcast for auction. So if you win uh, our podcast, we will podcast about... Any movie that we can, I mean, it has to be, obviously, it has to be something, has to be we, something can, we can get a hold of We can to get watch. a hold of and watch, but yeah, we'll, we'll do whatever. And porn doesn't count, sorry. No, porn doesn't count, because it'll just be probably me laughing and going, yeah, that's never going to happen. Yeah, right. Um, and I believe the uh, charity they have chosen is Seattle Cancer Care Alliance. Yes. So they have they Because uh, they did researched. some really good research. Um, not only is it in the area that they're based out of, they're based in the Pacific Northwest, but um, they liked the way the money was allocated for cancer. Yes. It was for patients. It was for research. It was for, it was a lot of different avenues and they could even choose. Mm -hmm. They found reports going back several years. Yes. So the the reports were publicly available. So they, they, they did their homework and made sure it was a reputable um, charity and that they could choose to allocate the money to where it was most needed Mm -hmm. um, and all that good stuff. So it's a really good cause. And if you, if you want to donate, um, like Johnny said, go find them on Instagram and you can get the details. And yeah, it hasn't, the auction hasn't launched yet. Right, they're still gathering stuff. Yeah. But one of our podcasts is going to be up for auction. Yep. uh, As part of this, up up for auction as a part of this auction. Mm -hmm. Wow. That English. She just got really upset with the whole, we lost David Bowie to cancer. And then like two days later, we lost Alan Rickman to cancer. Um, and I have seen, I haven't seen a lot of confirmation on it, but he is listed a, on IMDb now as, as uh, passing away from pancreatic cancer. Mm, that's so rough. Yeah. Um, I, th- I don't think a lot of people knew he was sick. No. There were uh, people, what was it, somebody, I can't remember who it was, but somebody was talking about that they had a meeting with him or something and he had just gotten out of the hospital the day before and they didn't know. Oh, Wow. That he had just gotten out of the hospital. Been, I mean, he I had been in the underst- hospital for like 10 days. I can understand that. He wanted to do it on his terms. Well, it's his, pri- it's his private life. Exactly. Um, that's his. Well, I, I want to point out that we cannot have a discussion about Alan Rickman without bringing up his wife. Yes. Oh, um, my God. They've been together for so long. 50-something years. That's, that's just... Is it Rima? Rima, yeah. Rima Horton. They met as teenagers... Uh, he was 19, she was 18, and they've basically been together ever since. And I think that's amazing. That doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. Uh, they did not, they got married in secret. Yeah. In 2012. Yeah. So he, his private life was his private, I mean, he didn't even mention that he was, until people didn't find out until last year, 2015. Yeah. That's nobody's business anyway. It's not. Um, he does not have any, they do not have any children. Mm -hmm. I read where he had mentioned that he would love to have had a family, Mm -hmm. but Rima did not want children. And so, and he he respected that because there's, there's more than one person in this and he respected that of her. And so they were, by all accounts I've read, they were complete partners. Oh, in, in every way. Yeah. 
So, yeah. Uh, mm, what else? Sadness. So much sadness. Um, Snape. Yes. All right. I mean, I've been kind of dancing around the whole Harry Potter thing because there's so much there. Because it's huge. It is huge. And I I want to sit down and rewatch the whole thing. I'm so... And some of this is going to sound selfish. I'm so happy they finished. True. Um, Because I think it's important that that's all on film. Um, And that... Because he put a lot into that. He really did. He put a lot into that. I think we're, character. And had it been anybody else, the movies possibly could not have been as successful as they were without yeah. him as Snape. He did such an amazing job, and it turned out he was such a good little mentor to the kidlets. Oh yeah, the little ones. Oh yeah, like what was it? Uh, Daniel Radcliffe had had said. That he's pretty sure that Alan came to every single one of his plays, even if he in had New to, York, even if he had to fly to New York one day to go see a performance and then fly right back. That he's pretty sure he saw every single one of them, and he yeah. didn't have to do that. No, he was right there with them every step of the way. Yeah, he was such a mentor to, uh, and I'm hearing a lot of a lot of I want to say kids, yeah, younger people because yes. Daniel Radcliffe is not not a child, yeah, by any means anymore. Um, have you noticed that Emma Watson really hasn't said anything? Yeah. She's... I haven't uh, seen anything from Rupert either. I haven't seen anything. I've seen a little something from Watson, but I haven't really seen anything. Well, I'm my, trying to differentiate for her from Emma Thompson. Right. One of my favorite things, though, and this has been going around for years, um, and it, it's coming back because it was one of the first things I thought of, is um, during one of the scenes in Harry Potter, um, Rupert, who... Uh, Bless those children. Oh, I know. Yeah. They basically are their characters because they've asked yes, them to they do... Yes, they are. They asked them to do essays. And, of course, Emma turned in this 50-page, like, beautifully written thing. Rupert didn't do it because he was like, yeah, Ron wouldn't do it. And, you know, Dan tried. He did, like... A he mid- got a gold star. He, got, he, he tried. He did a middling a- effort. But... So, Rupert was being very Rupert Ron-esque. And he was doodling during yes. during a scene and he was doing one of the classroom scenes yeah and it was it was of alan and alan saw it and he made him sign it and he kept it and he kept it yeah and oh. it's just oh that hurt me i think more than anything yeah i started thinking about that a lot and i was like oh my god i don't know it's just a matter of what hits you yeah it's got to be the right time yeah well, yeah. see, I, I was reading the Emma Thompson, what she had released, and for some reason I was thinking it was Emma Watson. Yeah. I just saw, I guess I just saw Emma and just yeah. kept reading. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. <gasps> oh. Yeah. So that was. That's, that's what tipped me over. That was bad for me. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. There was, there have been so many different things. Yeah. Just, I just so much it. of an outpouring. Oh, it's been huge. Yeah, it's been huge. Um, the whole Snape controversy has just been kind of put. It's because that, that's side. the thing. You can you and and I've read elegant arguments on both sides about Snape. Um, you can say what you want. Um, I know what he got played me. it beautifully. I what just got remembered you? What got me? I was going through. Um, I was reading an article. Where they had uh, pictures of King's Cross, where they had put flowers. Oh God! At King's Cross, 
um, for him, and there was a Slytherin scarf hanging from it. Now, that wasn't it. Oh, God. That got me started. What got me was somebody at Universal Studios. Oh, God. The potions door. Somebody laid a lily at the door. Oh, God. I've got it. It's, I posted it on, on uh, Tumblr. You can, go, okay. you can go see. Um, oh, God. It's an original post, so you can, you can go find it. Um, but it's, it's now my icon on Tumblr. Yeah. It's the lily at the door, and yeah. I just was like, I'm done. I can't, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. That, that, this is enough. Yeah. So that's, yeah. That's I know. An, that's an ouchie on my heart. <laughs> that hurts so bad. I mean, but it's so beautiful at the same time. Yeah. I mean, if that doesn't show you the impact that this man had yeah. on the world. Yeah. And he was just he was just gone way too soon. And I will say that, that I've seen the quote going around a lot, um, that I'll be eighty years old reading Harry Potter and my grandchildren. His grandchildren. He, he didn't have kids. He has no children. And that was not a quote of his. No, it was not. Um, and that was falsely attributed to him. Yeah. Um it's a beautiful quote, but it is. It's gorgeous. It's not for but it, he never said that. Yeah, Mm-mm. he yeah. has no children. Where he said, after all these years, always, you know, no. And <laughs> it'd be something he would have said, though. And uh, amidst all the tearful stuff, and it it made me cry a little bit. Um, <laughs> it's the stupidest thing. It's the picture of Snape going around Tumblr with always um, pads, always sanitary pads. Oh my god. <laughs> I have not seen that. It makes me cackle every single time. And I saw it and I was like, I was like kind of happy crying at it because I was like, this is absurd and stupid, but I love it. It's the, it's all the things I've seen going around about being stuck on page 394. 394. Oh, I I thought it was page 395. Oh, see, even when he wasn't in the movie a lot, because he wasn't in that movie a lot. No. Um, they managed to give him That's, these... That's, um... Half-Blood Prisoner of Azkaban? No, he was in Prisoner of Azkaban. It was either, it was either Goblet or Half-Blood. Well, Half-Blood was about him. Yeah. Yeah. But there was one Spoilers. of them. He wasn't in a whole lot. But um, they would give him these little bits. And he always killed it. He always killed it. Can you imagine being on set with him? Oh, my God. But yet I can also see how Ivana was completely Oh sure. overwhelmed by holy shit that Snape. Even the um Phelps twins yeah. tweeted. Yeah, they did. I saw a whole big compilation of all the yeah. kids. Oh I, yeah. I call them kids. They're they only a little bit younger than I am, but I'll forever <laughs> call them kids. Um but yeah, it was it was like it was um it was the Phelps. It was it was uh, you know, the guy that played um uh, it was Devin who played. Uh, Ma'am's I, a witch, Dad's a wizard. Seamus. Seamus, thank you, Dean. It was. It was. It was yeah. almost all the kids. Yeah. And their tweets and stuff, and it was. Uh, didn't. Magic boy. <laughs> magic puberty, puberty magic boy. Puberty magic boy. Oh, Neville. I knew you'd know who I was yeah. talking about. Because <laughs> it was. <laughs> But then when you realize that he wore fat suits in a couple of the, uh, several of the movies. I did not know that. You didn't know that? No, I did not know that. He wore fat, uh, from what I understand, he wore fat suits and false teeth in some of them. Really? To maintain, because he grew up. Yeah. To maintain some of it, they had to 
to keep his character. Then they finally just let him be hot. Just be hot. Yeah, and, and Deathly Hallows part two. good to him. So good. Yeah. I feel so horrible bad. saying that because they're babies, but yet also he's a he's grown adult. He's an adult now. He's a grown adult. He's a grown adult now. My favorite was when he did the underwear thing and Joe tweeted him. She's like, you have to warn somebody when you do something like that. <laughs> I can't just see that. Poor Joe. Bless her heart having to watch these kids grow up. I know. Bless her heart. She's still doing it, though. Mm-hmm. Do you, you, you need to follow her on Twitter. I probably do, yeah. She... Uh, and put her on notice. Yeah. Because when she speaks. It's the queen, man. It's, it's, the word is law. Yeah. 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 She, uh, um, our mutual friend from up north used to Bless retweet her. some of her stuffs, some of her yeah. stuffs. And I finally broke down and started following her myself because yeah. it was too good. Yeah. They still release stuff on Pottermore. Oh, wow. Stuff is still happening in the world. Yep. It is. It's because it's huge. She can I don't think she can stop writing it. I don't think she can either. And I don't blame her. And I don't yeah. want her to ever. I don't either. I need to get back on Pottermore and, and do some catch up reading. Yeah. So. But right now we are all Slytherins. We are all Slytherins. Yeah. That's true. And I, I saw something this morning and it was, you know, the part of, um, the part of, I want to say it's the first one where the banners change. Mm-hmm. From mm-hmm. Slytherin to Gryffindor, somebody mm-hmm. reversed it. Oh yeah, the banners all changed to Slytherin, and it was like we're all Aww. Slytherins today. And I was like, oh my god, just kill me, just stomp right on my heart. I'm gonna have to start buying Slytherin stuff. Yeah. Although um, I personally, you are the parent of a Slytherin. I am the parent of a Slytherin. Uh, you're Gryffindor. I'm Gryffindor. You? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the other one is. I don't think she's called. I claimed a house. She needs to. We kind of need to know. Need to ask her about that. We need Although, to know. Uh, her I girlfriend we, is Hufflepuff. I'm pretty so sure she is, too. I think we've got all the cover, all the houses. I think she is, too. Yeah. I think we've got all the houses covered, though. Yeah, because I'm Ravenclaw. Yep. I'm Gryffindor. Damn it. I wanted to be Ravenclaw, but... It's not how Pottermore saw it. No, but I look back on my history. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, fuck it, I'm Gryffindor. Yeah, you are. Damn it. I'm just that brave. Yeah, you are. I don't know how that happened. You should have seen me with my kid's vice principal that day. That yeah. was pretty awesome. That's a whole story that my child is probably listening to right now, cackling her head off. Yeah. Um. So, uh, what else? You know, he really didn't make as many movies as I was thinking. In my head, he's larger than life. I know, and, and it's just one of those things, and part of it is is that damn voice. I wish he'd done more voiceovers. Like, yeah. I couldn't find any... Like, I thought, surely he's voiced a documentary or some shit. Yeah, where you could just listen to him and, you yeah. know, cry. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, he's one of those... That, no book narrations? Oh, that would... Well, they're not going to credit those on IMDb, so there may be some. Mm, but nothing on Wikipedia. Yeah, that's true. And we may have to search... Because I know a lot of them have done books. Because they're just fucking made to do books, the Brits. I know, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, Even the American versions of Harry Potter is a Brit narrating, which as it should be. I know. Uh, Jim Dale. Jim Dale. Jim Dale rocks. Beautiful job. Like, he doesn't even, he doesn't do voices, per se. But you know who's talking. But you know who's talking. Yeah. Because I, I have. And his Snape is very. Snapey. Alan-esque. Is it? It's it's not like an impersonation. I've got Deathly Hallows on CD. I'm going to have to put that back in my yeah. car. It's, it's not like an impersonation. 
No, because he doesn't do voices. Right. Not but, like some character actors do. Yeah. Or voice actors do. Yeah. Uh, I just, I always was impressed by Alan's inflection and the way he would choose to draw out one word. His voice his is just pausing. so bass. Yeah. There's really not a whole lot of, uh, most people tend to be more mid-range. Yeah. There's not that many people with a such a, a bass, a true like, because mm-hmm. just, he just talks. Yeah. Um, who else has a... Benedict's voice isn't quite that... He can do that, he can but it's do not it, But his voice naturally. isn't naturally. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, like, James Earl Jones. Yeah. That, that deep. Yeah. And I will say, like... It's rare. Alan, especially since being known for, for Snape, and Snape wasn't a happy little lucky kind of character. No! Um, you must I, be no. thinking of a different Snape I than know, I right? am. Um, I know, I've seen, you know, in the tribute footage, just somebody had footage of him just laughing. Mm-hmm. He was like sunshine when he lit up. Oh, yeah. As a person, he was yeah. just, I mean, yeah, personally, he was a breath of fresh air. Yeah. From what I understand. I mean, I don't know him personally, but. Yeah. But I could see him lighting up a room. Oh, yeah. He has resting bitch face, though. He does have resting bitch face. Yeah. And that's probably part of what freaked part of uh, his charm. Ivana out. He, and he never wanted to be typecasted as a villain. But he, said, he, he said he never played villains. He always played interesting people. Which I think oh, is a great yeah, way to look yeah. at it because um, I hear a lot of, you know, interviews with actors. And particularly since two of our favorite characters are what I would consider either... On my side, more of a villain. On your side, more of an anti-hero. <laughs> um, having that sympathy for the character that you're playing right. and knowing where they're coming from. Uh-huh. Um, I think Alan always did a good job of, like I said, Sheriff of Nottingham is a really good example, who's a despicable, horrible character. And but can he be, was so interesting. And can be completely two-dimensional. And made me squeaky. Yeah, like, it's so easy to play that character two-dimensionally, twirly mustache, Mm -hmm. the whole shebang, Mm -hmm. and he didn't do that. No. Still managed to be completely horrifying and squicky, but yet... But it was well done. Yes, and there was thought behind it, and motivation, and so, I mean, that's to be respected. I, I don't like Kevin Costner. I really don't like Kevin Costner. I think he's a terrible actor, and if he is in something, I will not watch it. Right, right. But, but <laughs> I love Robin Hood's story so much, mm-hmm. I watched Prince of Thieves. That and Morgan Freeman was in it. That and Morgan Freeman was in it. Um, so I was able to overlook... The wa- Costner. Just, I have one word, Waterworld. That was so bad. We will never podcast Waterworld. No, it would be like a five-minute um, podcast. It sucked. The end. Yeah. Uh, so, I actually very much enjoyed that movie. And anytime he, the, the Nottingham would come on screen, the sheriff, I literally would like cringe. cringe but it was, but that's good. Yeah. He's giving you. The feeling that's that's supposed to happen. I mean, have you seen um, the Three Musketeers movie from '93 with Tim Curry as the Cardinal? Yes, that's my favorite Musketeers. It reminded me of that, of the way yes. he played the Cardinal, where you're just like, stop being yes. there. That's that's my that's my favorite. That's mine too. Uh, Three Musketeers movie. Oh, we should podcast that one. We should. I love that. Movie. But yeah, that's what it kind of reminded me of. That whole like, D'Artagnan. 
we're trying to save the king. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. It's just so where you're like, oh, my God, I know you're a nice guy, but you st- oh. Tim Curry really is a very nice guy. Yes. But uh, I've re- I read somewhere that even though Alan didn't want to be typecasted as, and he he played the villain more often than not. Yeah. He didn't. And he didn't want to be that way. But he literally redefined the villain genre. Yeah. He was he became his own genre of villain. Yeah. With the Sheriff of Nottingham, with Die Hard, with Snape. Yeah. Uh, and I say and I said I, I, he didn't make as many films as I thought he did, but I think seven Harry Potter films is actually well, quite eight a few. Harry Potter eight, films. Well, true. Eight. Yeah. Okay, you'd have to count that one twice. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, that's a lot of movies. Yeah. If you think about it, it really is. I mean, that was oh, a big yeah. commitment. Because you know you've got Sheriff Nottingham, you've got yep. Die Hard, you've got Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Harry Potter, 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 Harry Potter. <laughs> I can't even say it no more. Yeah. So. Um, and I will say, um, friends of mine, um, and this is something that they, they said because we were talking about it. Um, you were talking about it. Yeah. Go figure. I know. We were talking about the whole Alan Rickman thing. And they, a, a couple of them said truly madly deeply was a big deal for them and they they remember from that which was late 80s but they said it was one of those that they were like i can't watch it right now right i will lose my shit if i watch it right now so that's now on my list of things to watch eventually yeah i i think i'd have issues trying to watch love actually right now me too because absolutely he he fucked up he the the, the the character, character fucked up the character alan nailed it the character fucked up yeah but when you see the moment in the film when the character realizes how much what he they've done, up, yeah, you see all of the heartbreak and everything in his face in that instant. Yep. And I don't think I could watch that right now. And my mom, my mom called me and she said, Alan Rickman was the one in Love Actually that was buying the necklace and that Mr. Bean was, and I was like, yeah, that was yeah. him. And she was like, that's what I thought. That's yeah. what she remembers him for. I, um, mom, I think my mom remember. I don't remember. I think my mom remembers him from Sense and Sensibility. Okay. Yeah. Um, my mom's an old school. I, she likes the old school stuff. Uh, but I texted her that morning as soon as I found out. Yeah. Uh, I texted her and told her and her response, all caps, no. Yeah. Um, that was pretty much my response to and, and then her next response was, that's two. Yeah. I was like, yep. I was like, all right, but we better put Betty White in the And I will hospital. say, there was some asshole on Tumblr that had me freaking out the same day it was announced the David Bowie passed away that Ian McKellen had passed away. Oh, And yes. I was upset. Most Put him in a bubble. I was upset most of that day because I was trying to verify it and they were trolling and this person insisted that they were legit and they saw it on the news. And it was one of those where I was like, it's probably not true. But then again, so I was just scrounging the internet for any kind of information. So I, that was not a good day for me. Is and then I found out about Alan and I was like, Jesus Christ, this is awful. I don't even remember where, where or how, how I saw it. Yeah. I don't even remember. I was, I was just remember being, is this a hoax? It's probably Tumblr, I'm guessing. Probably. Um, I live there. Yeah. 
I don't, you know, I don't post near as much as I used to, but I'm always there. Yeah. Looking I see, and I see everything. I yeah. just don't always comment on it or, or reblog it like I used to. Yeah. But I'm there. I see it. Yeah. yeah. So that's probably where I saw it. Man. But I will say if you need a laugh when you, when you've got your stuff together, please go look for Tom Hiddleston and Benedict Cumberbatch doing their Alan Rickman impersonations. Oh, it's and it'll, hilarious. it'll make you be happy because. They do it out of love. You can tell. Oh, yeah. Because he's got such but, a distinctive voice. And that's one. Of, I mean, that's his voice. is very distinctive. And to be able to, to do that. Um, him and Christopher Walken. Yeah. I think are the two yeah. most popular celebrity impersonations. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That people try to do. Christopher Walken. Christopher man. fucking Walken. I just, I'm walking here. Um, that has nothing to do with anything. No, it didn't. That wasn't even him. But okay. <laughs> I can't do impressions. I can barely do an impression of myself. <laughs> but yeah, so I just, I'm going to miss him I don't even terribly. know where to go from here. Uh, yeah, he's, I can't fathom a world without him. Yeah. I mean. And, I, and you made a good point. There are so many kids that have grown up with him as Snape. Yeah. Because I always think about the people that, um. Because there were those of us that started reading the books before the movies came out. Mm -hmm. But then there's this whole generation who he will always just be Snape. Yeah. He will be the person they picture uh, while they're reading it because they've they've only ever seen the movies before Mm -hmm. they before Mm -hmm. they read the books. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of immortality as close as we can get to it. I pretty sure I I saw the first movie before first maybe maybe one or two before I started reading the books. Um, Because they were children's books, you know. Yeah. So, they have pretty covers. That's yeah, they pretty shiny, shiny, pretty, yeah. pretty. So, oh, I had a thought and I lost it. Okay, it was important, not that important, but yeah. Oh, um, one of our friends on Twitter mm-hmm. was very, very upset at uh, hearing he had died, and she said. Guys, he was my David Bowie. Yeah. And I responded to her. I said, no, he was your Alan Rickman. Yeah. And nothing else. Yeah. It's okay. You don't have to justify. Yeah. I was like, you don't have to justify being that upset about him. No. He was not your David Bowie. He was your Alan Rickman. Yeah. And that's enough. Yeah, exactly. So... I'm like, you don't have to justify it. Yeah, because this, I think, did hit me a little harder. I... I think it would have been easier to accept had it not been so shortly after David Bowie. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it still would have been just as shocking, but I don't, I think it would have been easier to withstand, to handle. Yeah. But so many yeah. of us were already there, which I didn't know David, I guess I just never considered David Bowie being, it's hard to talk about Alan without talking about David Bowie because it it's, is because it was like, they it, had nothing to do with each other, but they were right. But there. they were both British. They just happened to be the same age. Happen to both have died of cancer within days of each other. So yeah. they will always be remembered that way together, unfortunately. But uh, I, I did hear somebody say on Tumblr that they were like, somebody's starting a hell of a weird party up there right now. I saw on Facebook, <laughs> I saw on Facebook, it was a picture of Snape and on it, it said, I'm going to an exclusive David Bowie concert and you're not. <laughs> He's going to the the Freddie Mercury David Bowie yes. concerts where he's going. Yes, 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 Hell yes. Hell yeah, he is. Party on, Garth. That's right. 
Oh, hell yeah, he is. He wasn't going to miss that concert for nothing. Nope. So. Mm. But I, I, I hate it for his wife. But, but they got a long time together. They had so. a long time together, and she had to have known about it. I mean, yeah. it doesn't make it hurt any less, but... Yeah. Um, you know, I uh, I hate saying those pandering things, but... Yeah. You can't help it. They're trite for a reason. Yeah. So... What do you do? I don't know. So, I'm, I'm kind of tapped out. Yeah. I just... I'm glad we did this, though. I think this... I am, This too. helped me. Yeah, because and I'm hoping it, it'll help people who listen. It was your idea, and when you did it, it, was like, yeah, yeah, that sounds great. And I was like, I texted you. I was like, I don't know why, but I feel like I feel better because I feel like we're doing something. We're doing something because we are doing something. And so it didn't feel quite as just passively accepting it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, it's putting our voice out there. Yeah, with with all the others, um, and I'm hoping that anybody listening to this. We're able to laugh along with us. Yeah. So. And it's here. Yeah. I guess. I don't know what that means, but there it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, guys, remember, you can always email us at randomtpodcasts at gmail.com. You yep. can visit our website at randomtpodcasts.com. While you're there, you can check out our other podcasts. Um, we normally do random movies in this cast. Yeah. Uh, I think next up we're going to be doing the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes, which what, yep. what we were going to do, but yeah, we felt this was more important. We'll do that next. Um, check out our MCU movies. Mm-hmm. And then there's Gotham, Agent Carter, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and Sleepy Hollow yep. podcasts. So you can find all those on our website. We're on iTunes, Stitcher. Uh, Pocket Casts. Pocket Casts. Um, you can find us on Tumblr. At randomtpodcast.tumblr.com. And on Twitter. At Random T Cast. Yay! Or you can just stream it directly from the website. Yep, absolutely. So, thank you guys for listening and kind of letting us get <laughs> letting, it out. Yeah, I know. They appreciate you listening to us. Yeah. 